Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Mike Hawk. Want more Men's Room content? Follow the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app and check out my live stream, A Moment with Mike Hawk, and nothing in particular with Steve the Thrill Hill. Going live Thursdays and Fridays at 1, exclusively on the Men's Room page of the Odyssey app. All right, have a minute to drink it time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and not to be somber, but I believe this is definitely worth our time to do today. Today, we want to toast 70-year-old Steve Poole, who most of you probably remember for being on Como since 1974, 1977 technically. Here's the thing about him. Uh, he passed on November 21st from early onset of Alzheimer's. I guess it is something he'd been battling privacy, but like a lot of people, it's not something you're trying to make public. But as far as being a broadcaster, I like this. So he was an intern, 1974, okay? He goes to Como as an intern, still at UW. He gets hired full-time three years later as soon as he graduates from UW. And believe it or not, I was not here in Seattle for this. Before he covered weather, he covered sports and hard news. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's an all-around reporter. And then he became the chief weather forecaster in 84. So not a meteorologist, but the chief weather forecaster back in 1984. And obviously, that is the gig that most of us knew and loved him from. I don't know if you knew this. How many times do you think he got called up to Good Morning America to fill in? Right, because look, if you're in broadcast, it's a big deal. If you're doing TV news broadcast, and Good Morning America is going to call your ass to say, "Hey, fill in," that that is a huge, huge deal. Seventy times, seventy seven seven zero, nice seventy times. My man got to fill in on Good Morning America. Uh, he retired here in 2019 after 42 years on the air, and we actually had the advantage to meet him one time. And I will tell you this because I kind of made fun of him when I met him. Because when you saw him on TV, you know, he was just this real... Ha- it's like a, the black Bob Ross. You know, Here comes the weather guy. This is going to be... So we met him at Hard Rock Cafe. And we're like, oh man, Steve Poole. Dude, what is up, baby? He was like the coolest dude. The coolest guy in the room. You, I mean, anywhere, hands down, man. And you never would have guessed it. And then, as you start talking to other people that work locally, both on the air, people that worked in local bars, restaurants, like he and his buddies... We're always the life of the party. When they showed up, man, like a good 
time was coming, man. So, yeah, he uh, passed November 21st. Just want to pay our respects to a fellow broadcaster who did a bang-up job, man. Yeah, Everybody in this city I've ever talked to that, like, had interaction, everybody's like, man, Steve Poole was the man, and he was such a nice dude. He was super nice, super cool. I mean, seriously, Miles was right. He was, like, the coolest guy in the room. You would have known it for how he did the weather, but, man, if you're out with him, it's like, this is the guy whose table you want to sit at. He actually man. calmed you down by watching him. He, he did, but that was his whole thing. So, he mean, understood what he was doing, and he's like, man, I'm doing TV. You know, and the weather here, let's face it, it can be severe, it's crazy, unpredictable. I think we'd all agree on that. So he's like, it's important to be a soothing voice when you're explaining to people that, hey, the wind's going to pick up 75 tomorrow. It's going to rain for the next 127 days. But yeah, when he was off air, man, it was, what is up, three-part handshake. I'm like, this guy is the man. Enjoyed a beer? Yeah. Yes, he did, man. He was a cool dude. So, Steve Poole, man, wish you well on the other side, brother. But in the meantime, we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! The Men's Room presents Profile This. That's Steve Throw Hill. Could you please tell everyone how Profile This is played? I sure can. Miles, a quick text for Mike. It says, I wonder how many people are taking stuff out of their car right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. That is a very good call. You're welcome. Uh, so it's a simple game to play, Miles, where we share with you a real-life news story. Something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is you think makes the story a story. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Hola. All right, Jefe, you understand how this here game is played? I do, sir. Fantastic. You have your choice of one of three stories. We have the wonderful world of drugs. We have interior decorating, where you guess the foreign object that ended up on the inside of someone. And new, we have the category autoerotica, where basically you guess the vehicle involved in the crime. Uh, you know, after Thanksgiving, I think interior decorating. I was hoping to get feisty, but let's go interior decorating, brother. All right, interior All right. decorating it is. A 37-year-old man was rushed to a hospital in Indonesia and told doctors he was suffering from severe abdominal pain. Now, they were shocked when the patient revealed that he had inserted something into his penis during masturbation, but he could not remove it. So the patient, who was not identified, also complained of difficulty urinating and he had blood in his urine. According to doctors, it took him a while to confess that he had, in fact, inserted the object into his urethra when his penis was erect. Now, the doctors who treated him, they noted that cases of insertion of objects into the urinary tract are relatively rare, but they've been on the rise in recent decades. Who knew? Now, the patient, who was a virgin, told doctors it's the first time that he put anything in his urethra, even though he was masturbating and watching porn every day. Why he felt the need to add all of that, I don't know. But doctors performed a bladder flush. That's a procedure in which sterile fluid is inserted through a catheter into the bladder to remove blockages. And the hope is that it'll also remove the object. But that procedure didn't work. They then performed a, cyst uh, a cystoscopy uh, with the camera inserted to the bladder so the doctors could see exactly what was inside. And the doctors noticed a blockage and finally managed to remove it by inserting a particularly thin and long pair of tweezers. Let that sink in for a second. Now, the patient who remained under observation... Yeah, yeah, you should be closing your legs right now. Well, the guy stayed there for two more days before he was finally returned 
to his mother's house, completely recovered. So the question is, imagine telling your mom that. Uh, So the question is, what did he slip into his fleshy Cyclops eye? Was it a straw, a wooden match, a Q-tip, or nylon thread? So a straw, a wooden match, a Q-tip, or nylon thread. One of these four things he chose to insert. Wow. And and does it say how old this Indonesian virgin was? They uh, 37. 37, still living with mom. Dang. I don't know, man. Thread, I don't know how you'd get a thread in there, but if you had a will, what do you guys think? Jeff, I'm going to go straw. Yeah, I don't know. Tweezers and a straw, maybe. What do you think, Ted? I don't know why, but I think this is one of those, uh, a match, one of those fancy matchbooks. Yeah, the wood, specifically the wooden, wooden match. match. Yeah, 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 it could withstand this kind of pressure. It did not sign yeah, up for the stand. no sense whatsoever. I think I'm going to stick with thread because I don't know how I'd get it in there, but you couldn't get it out. Okay. I could show you. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was stuck in his urethra? Was it a straw, a wooden match, a Q-tip, or a nylon thread? We're going to find out next. That was a tease. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. On our category, interior decorating on profile. This we got a man who was rushed to the hospital. He had some abdominal pain uh, that he inserted something in his urethra, which obviously went way up there. Doctors were, however, uh, however, able to successfully remove the object. So what did he stick in his urethra? Was it a straw, a wooden match, a Q-tip, or nylon thread? And Jeff, that is the very question that we posed to you. Let us begin with Miles Montgomery. Miles, you went with a straw. No, it was not a straw. The Ted Smith, you went with a fancy old style wooden yeah, match. It comes in the box. No, it was... It's not a wooden yeah, match. Yeah, <laughs> No. And Jeff, you, you went with thread. You are oh, correct. No so that was the problem. It was a nylon thread. And as you may have guessed, once it gets up there, it just coils in and among itself because he did not think maybe to leave a little bit on the outside. So I don't know what. 
But again, nylon threads a little stiffer than a string, so he managed to push it all the way in, not considering what now. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, don't say. Now for all TV news all the time, it's time for TV Time with Ted. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV Time with Ted. Ah! Well, you know, I thought I'd come in here. It was a nice little break on Thanksgiving and talk about how exciting some football was. And I will lie, my Thanksgiving dinner was phenomenal. The, my buddy cooked a turkey that was great. There was a prime rib. Ooh, he uh, makes a potato pie that's awesome. Brussels sprouts, anything you think of. We made the stuffing. So we we got dinner, sat down. We missed maybe half of the first quarter. Boom, we're going to watch this Seahawks game. Damn it, Miles, it sucked. They were bad. And I mean, I was, me and Mike were talking about it earlier. Like, obviously, you know, there's a lot of teams, you know, Dallas and Detroit always play on Thanksgiving. Of course. But for most other teams, you're kind of excited. And it's the, the evening game. So, I mean, we thought we had timed it out. I, people couldn't have been more excited and then... Yeah, it just went downhill fast. Yeah. Yeah, kind of to the point. And, like, look, I get it. The Seahawks did it to the Niners years ago when they sat on the field and ate the turkey legs. But watching the Niners, not just the two players of the game, it seemed like their entire team or their entire offense out there eating turkey meat, and then they're throwing it in the stands. All their fans are there. I'm like, Jesus, that is fun, but I feel like a loser. (laughs) I do let the Kindle yell to the guy for dropping the uh, the the turkey leg. Well, hey. and, and look, I had to drop something off down, uh, like downtown Seattle by the market on Thanksgiving morning at like 10 or 11. I could not believe all the Niners fans. Yeah, they I mean, traveled. You saw well. some Seahawks fans kind of walking around, and I get it. Look, that's a fun trip. You're yeah. going up to Seattle, a, a, a rival, and this and that. It's Thanksgiving. But I mean, they, they were everywhere. Like, I was like, holy crap. This is like, because my cousin's a Niners fan. I called him, I said, this ain't going to be good for my Seahawks. It looks brutal out there. Well, uh, truth be told, they're, they're a very good football team. And even as good as the Philadelphia Eagles are, I want to say the 49ers are traveling to Philadelphia to play in Philadelphia, and uh, Philadelphia is the underdog. Like, that's the game I want to see. So that, that tells you I that think you can go either way on that, man. I don't confidence know. confidence in that team from there is. the spread, everything else. Like, yeah, it's, I mean, look, they did have, what, two or three losses. So, I mean, they can be beat. And they didn't look that good. I'm still not so sold on Purdy just because he was the last guy drafted in that draft, and you still got to see a whole year of him playing quarterback. But you're right when they when they get rolling, and they, especially if they're ahead, like I, I I just don't see that team losing. No, and he says exactly what the game plan is: get the ball into the hands of the guys that make plays. That's yeah. all I do. Just get it out of my hands. Yep, that's it. McCaffrey, here you go. The Ravens have to play him too, man. So I'm yeah. watching everything they do, and I'm like, get. To Purdy. Debo. Well, that's the, I mean, go. look, that's the thing with the Seahawks, too, right? You had last week where you lose to the Rams, and then you knew the Niners were coming up. Thursday night, you got the Cowboys again. I mean, it, it is just a gauntlet. You still got to play the Niners again. Their schedule, I think the Seahawks, their next three games, I don't envy. To me, this is what your playoff schedule would be, right? Because you, yeah. well, you got the Cowboys, then you got the 49ers, and then uh, who's next after that? It's someone else like you don't want to deal with, and I cannot remember who it is. It might be Philly because I think the I think it might be Philly. Yeah, I'm just like dude. To play Philly in that division. Yeah, just like so. Yeah, Cowboys, Forty Nine Eagles. Like, oh my God, guys! That again, it doesn't matter the team. Nobody wants that to be their next three games. Uh, Also on 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 Thanksgiving Day, Dolly Parton was out there in between the Cowboys and the uh, Commanders game. Look, I have never wavered on my love of Dolly Parton and. 
It's just funny. I was not watching the game at this point. Like, I'm cooking food. She obviously comes out at halftime dressed as a Cowboys cheerleader. Yeah. And, like, I had three separate text threads that just said, I still would. Would you? Go? And I just was like, yes, I've been saying this for years. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right? When she's 70-something. And she's Dolly yeah. Parton. I love the uh, the interaction the interaction after the halftime show with Jim Nance and Tony Romo and Tony. Romo. Whoa, wait! Uh, Jim's like, <laughs> yes, she did a very good job. And Tony's like, no, man, that was wow in a, in a, in a cheerleader outfit, looking good and entertaining the crowd. And Jim Nance is just sitting there like, don't Brent Musburger yourself. Don't right, say don't, anything. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything nice. Because you can't well, and, do that. And Dolly's been on fire the last couple of weeks. Is the For week sure. before that, she came out and sang Rocky Top at a Tennessee uh, football game down there in Neyland Stadium. So you have over 100,000 people. Obviously, if you're from Tennessee, everybody knows it. It's the fight song, and I'm pretty sure, sure it's their state They song. probably drowned her out. Yeah, no kidding. You know. Yeah, because I think in the 60s, they made that the state song or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that, that's just an awesome time. And Pretty cool stuff there. Also, you know what? I talked to a lot of people. You know, I grew up on the East Coast. Like, it is so nice on the West Coast. Like, 10 a.m., football's on. Dude, love I, it, love right? I love it. I love it. Yeah, because, I mean, even I watched that whole Seahawks game. We had a little fun afterwards, and I feel like I was still home in my own house by, like, 10 It's I, huge. I like the Black Friday game, too. All right, the Black the, Friday game. The fact game, that there was one, just eating. The fact that there I was like a game on. I like college football. Yes. There was plenty of, but the main games were on Saturday. There were some big games on there Friday. There were some too. big games on Friday. And I'll be honest with you, I completely forgot about that NFL game. It I was, was like running errands. It's, you know, it's Black Friday, like doing some stuff, you know, like going to meet other friends. We had to cook more stuff. I completely forgot that game was on. I just had it on college games, but. We forgot about it too. We ran some uh, pre Christmas errands, if you will, for the kids. All right. And then we stopped by the watering hole, right? Let's yeah. just grab a drink. It was on. I'm like, oh, God, that's right. There's an NFL game. And it played out the way I thought it would, but it was on. Right. And then you get to Saturday and you got the Apple Cup. Whew. I, I was at a place that there were sub Cougs, a lot of Washington fans. Uh, man, what a game. Like, that I'm was so happy the University of Washington won. Look, I'm a college whore. So if the Cougs were undefeated right now, I would have been covered in crimson. <laughs> but the Huskies are really good. I bought a Husky shirt. Somebody gave me a Huskies hat. It matched up with my, my, my pants. So I was just like, Mr. Husky. But it's like, good for the Cougs. It was a good game. It was fun. It was exciting to watch. I was like, all right. We got this going. Mm-hmm. I also had to uh, watch uh, Maryland and Rutgers on my phone. I kept, I'm also, I'm also I kept glad. offered people. Yeah. If anybody wants to check out this one, I also feel like just, so, yeah, thanks. Know, one, one loss in college football almost ruins your chances sometimes of having that chance in the national does, championship. Man. So they've come so far being undefeated. That's the last thing you want to do is, well, is, kick, you know, is kick it at the end. And the old adage in college football is you're going to lose. You've got to lose early. You got to lose a tough game in September or October, and then look good the rest of the way. Right now, for the Huskies, things are going to get really tough because Friday night you got to go down to Vegas. You got to play Oregon again in the Pac-12 championship. I believe Oregon opened up after Friday night. They absolutely destroyed. Or uh, I think it was Oregon State. State, yeah. That they're or already Civil War, whatever they call it. They're already the favorites and this and that. So, I mean, they, the the road ahead of the Huskies is still tough, but you just. You're so close, right? You beat Oregon. You're playing in one of the semifinal games, and it just—I it, think it'd be great for the area. It'd be good for the Huskies. Like, go get. Well, it. What did they? What, was it eighty-nine? When did they share the national championship? 92? They shared one in ninety-one. With 91. University of Miami, ninety-one. But they didn't play straight up. Right. Okay. Right. So it's been a while. It has. It has. But most most programs never make it to that game. So <laughs> now that is a strong yeah. point. Uh, obviously, everybody just spent a lot of time with family. So Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, they asked him about giving money to relatives. If they asked, uh, if they asked to borrow some, 
what would you do? And he said that it's often a bad idea when you mix family and money, but through much trial and error, he's come up with a strategy. Always gift, never loan. Okay. He says, that way get I don't want to loan right. anybody money. I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody to owe me or to drive a wedge in my family. So instead, I'll agree to a one-time gift. Uh, for example, family member asked for 150000 to start a restaurant. I gave him 50000 gift, and I never That's wanted it That's a really back. nice gift. Right. Now, obviously, you'd have to change these numbers to what normal people make and have Correct. and what you're dealing with. Uh, he says there's two conditions. They can never ask him for more money, and they can never talk about the gift again. I did this with a friend who was having some trouble with you know child support, this and that, and I helped him out twice. And the third time, I said, I will do anything to help you. No more money. And... This was years ago. Somebody had told me years ago, hey, if you lend money to even a friend, just you got to lend it anticipating it's not coming back. That's why you call it a gift and you feel better about it, right? If right. You call it so, alone, yeah, we, 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 you're not going to get better. Right. Right. And I and that's before I heard that advice. And I said, like, I, I ran into this friend over the summer and maybe had a few beverages and started to talk. I said, look, I, I the only, don't, don't bring it up. Is that I don't anticipate you. I, you do not have to pay me back, but we're not going to sit around drunk and talk about it because it's awkward for both of us. Right. That is fair. That <laughs> is fair, man. Right. I Let it like, go, man. Right. I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this conversation either. It sucks for both of us. Uh, all right. Did you, did it, Mike, I know you have. Have either of you two actually watched Squid Game yet? I have not. I have not. And it's, it's kind of on my short list of things I'm going to plow through over the holiday. Uh, fair warning. If you watch the first Squid Game, you will go through, and they're long. They're at least an hour long. I think some of them were like an hour 15, but it is so addicting, and you've got to find out what happens in the next episode. That's my goal. That's why it's one of the ones, because I say, that's what I've heard from everyone. So I go, I can crush this over the holidays, because like that, one, I don't have to get up, right? So I know I can put four hours, you know, I know it's three in the morning. I got to know. It's all right then. Is that the one that they said was kind of lost in translation on subtitles compared to the overdub? Uh, yeah, I've heard different opinions on whether right, you want to, to do the degree. overdub or if I'm reading the subtitles, am I missing action? I feel like I'm not paying attention if I'm just reading the subtitles. At some point, you get I, used I think to it. honestly, I think in this show, I, I when there is action, it can be very aggressive. So I I would watch. I watched it dubbed over, okay, and can deal with it. Like I, it didn't throw me off too much but if you're reading subtitles especially when they're playing some of the games you might miss something okay yeah that's what i want to know and you and the some of the stuff is so startling you don't want to miss it all right okay uh so now uh there's the the reality show squid game the challenge on netflix uh it follows closely squid game minus uh there's no actual killing which is a good call that, that's strong so there's 456 contestants competing for 4.5 million well this didn't take long. There's already two contestants who have a lawyer who've lawyered up and are suing for onset injuries. <laughs> they claim hypothermia and nerve damage as a result of poor safety standards on uh, on the set. Apparently, it was really cold during the filming of the first game. Contestants had to stand still uh, for the red light, green light game, and I guess you'd say like they they were standing there so long they were freezing. Uh, that game took up to seven hours. For some contestants to compete, and because the footage had to be ex- examined frame by frame to spot who needed to be kicked out, a spokesman for the show, show says they haven't seen a lawsuit yet. Uh, the next four episodes come out uh, come out on Wednesday, and the final uh, airs a week after in December on December sixth. So yeah, I mean, look, we, we made jokes about it when they said, "Hey, we're going to make a reality game out of it." Once you see it, you understand what Squid Game is. It's like I don't really think there's a way to make a 
reality show out of this where, unless people get hurt. That was kind of my thought. Like, look, it's not okay that you got hurt. I get it. But you understood that you're you're playing this game, man. It's, That's like, you ever seen the show? I believe it's on Discovery Channel, just called Alone. Yes. Right, so they take people and drop them off in some really inhospitable places out in the wilderness. I had a buddy that tried out for it. He almost made it. But with that show, some of them are out there. You got to outlast the, the last person, right? So let's say right. the four of us went out there. So let's say, I don't know, Thrill and I, after a couple days, were already out. Well, now it's just. I think a, you're right. Right, <laughs> right. Now it's a matter of the two Boy Scouts and who can outlast each other. So you can either say, hey, I'm, I can't do this anymore. Come get me. But that show, honestly. They got it because you got to get your own food. You got to figure out where to, how to uh, attain food, how to cook it, how to eat it, what you're going to eat. So they have doctors come in sometimes and are just like, "Sorry, like if you stay out here another day, you, you could get seriously hurt. Like we've got to sure. take you we out of this competition." Okay. So that part I kind of like, like a yeah. referee calling a boxing match. Yeah, like, hang yeah, on. exactly. There's I a hear certain you. point where it's like, "Look, I know you're still throwing punches back, but your 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 brain's been shut off here, fella." Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that one I get. But Squid Game, I'm just like, I don't know. This seems like a crazy wild idea. Also, it's been it's been what three years, four years since that came out. Like I keep forgetting that game's even on. I'm like, but wasn't oh, that yeah. the most popular show ever on Netflix at the time? I think it was. I believe so because okay. it was massive in Asia where it originates, and then it gets over here, and it was one of those things. Like Thrill, Thrill will tell you in January after he finally watches it. Uh, there's only like six or seven episodes, and if you get into it, you are going to cruise through. That is one of those ones where I sat up a couple nights, like, screw it, I'll stay up to like two. I've got to see what happens next. Uh, we started by talking about a little football. You got the Vikings hosting the Bears. I'll be honest with you. So confusing after this weekend. It, like, is Fields still the quarterback in Chicago? I don't know. I don't know either. And I'm like, I don't even know who the quarterback of the Vikings is anymore. Oh, Dobbs. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, ah, it's two teams from the... Well, Cleveland gave away twice. Here, take it. I don't know. <laughs> They're doing okay. Don't give me your orders. Uh, but over at ESPN, you got some Monday Night Football. Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. You are listening to The Men's Room. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go. Happy holidays as a woman uh, pulls down her pants mid-flight and pees in the aisle. Meanwhile, a dog drinks a half bottle of vodka, and the video of him will definitely make you smile. An Oregon giant inflatable hamburger goes tumbling down the street. A family in North Carolina loses its home trying to deep fry some meat. And a Michigan man gives five women syphilis of the eyeball. Mm. It is time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my cock. All right, our top story. We go down to Florida where clever cops found a wanted woman. 
after getting busted for not only selling fentanyl, uh, she had violated her parole, but also she was wanted for, quote, unlawful use of a two-way communication device, which we talked about that earlier here on the program as I read through it. I don't know if that means that she just she grabbed a if it was a CB radio if it was a walkie-talkie right, and she what ended did up she on do? right. But they they quoted that unlawful use of a two-way communication device. I think she tapped into a to a channel that she just that could be was told to get off of, and then she uh, she abused the privilege there. She also has a history of fraud, grand theft, and obtaining property by a worthless check, so police decided to pay her a visit. Upon first glance, she didn't appear to be inside of the home, but a lengthy search eventually found her hiding inside of her couch. Impressive. She was then uh, taken into custody and charged. Have you guys ever ended up quote-unquote trapped inside of the folded mattress of the the couch? I I avoided it as a child. No. Yeah, I mean, I remember we had a fold-out couch... Growing up, and that was always a giant fear. Yeah, of getting trapped all in the there. springs in the metal. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it looked like the jaws of death. And those beds are a lot more comfortable now. They are, but we we did that as kids. You got trapped in there. Well, it, trapped is is not the right word, but you know, there, there were three of us, and so we would we would end up, you know, where that couch was. It was just downstairs with all of our other play stuff, and and. We just thought it would be a fun, stupid idea to, to lock us in that thing. And the thing is, is that with siblings, you can't be trusted because we do the same thing. We'd lock ourselves in the trunk. Like, we, we would purposely trap ourselves just for whatever, because we're stupid. We're kids. And then you you get that quick moment of panic, like, are you guys going to get me the hell out of here? And then the problem is, is that now I could do it because I was, you know, I have two sisters, so I had the ability to actually pull the couch back up and out of the or the, the mattress back up and out of the couch to get them out. Right. I was a little bit heavier than my sisters. So it <laughs> became kind of an issue when I was in there. There were a few freak outs from town to time, but good place to hide. In other news over in North Carolina where a family is uh, lucky to be alive. Tis the season for many an amateur uh, to try their hand at cooking turkeys for their family in various ways. The most dangerous of which being via deep fryer, which I also hear is the best way to do it as far as taste goes. Dude, I've had one and it was tremendous. It's really good. I know that we did it one time, but I was too young to actually know the taste difference of of the different turkeys. It was just my dad was so stoked about the the deep fryer that he had on the back, back patio, right? But at this point in my life, I, I really want to try a deep fried turkey. Do it. Do it. It would change your life. Anywho, that, uh, that's uh, what takes us to our man. His fryer was being used inside of his home. First mistake. And, uh, Jeez a whiz. I know. Put that thing outside. What the hell? Even in your garage, put it outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he had the misfortune of having the propane tank igniting and, and exploding. It was not that the that it caught on fire, but it, it, the propane tank actually exploded. But how exactly did this propane tank ignite? You're right. The answer is dumber than you think, as the one doing the cooking literally fell asleep on the job, allowing ah. the oil to boil over. So it did boil over, but didn't catch fire like you would uh, normally believe, or at least that wasn't the big problem. It just it, it exploded the doggone propane tank. You fall asleep cooking on, on Thanksgiving. I get it. You're tired, and you'll pl- probably be the first one to crash after dinner. But if you're making a traditional baked turkey, I get it. Sure. But the deep fryer, like it's about an hour, maybe. Right. But y- you got to stay awake for that. 
And he didn't. And he didn't. Good job, man. Well done. Happy you, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You did it. Odd story out of Michigan. Five cases of a rare disease have all been traced back to a single carrier. This one's just gross. The victims of the disease were all women that came into the hospital within a short time of each other, all complaining of some affliction with their eyes, which they discovered was an STD that was passed to all of them from the same guy that they had all slept with, leaving them all dealing with eye syphilis. Mm. Oh, jeez. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing in there? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, he's got he's to move. He's got to move. And we know what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to move. He does. Oh, no. I do the rhythm method. Finish her. It only affects 1% to 5% of people dealing with neurosyphilis, which is a different one that it affects, like, the spinal cord and Damn. stuff like that, or in the brain, like, whatnot. So I don't... Syphilis is a wacky virus, dude. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this thing... So I, I don't know that it's necessarily the move miles, but this does affect mm-hmm. uh, affect folks with uh, the neurosyphilis. I think of all five have eye syphilis. Oh, God. I just... I think Miles is right. I know. Mm-hmm. That would be one of my best kept secrets, that I had eye syphilis. I mean, definitely I, go to the doctor. How do they figure out they've all been with the same dude? Oh, they figured it out through uh, when they would go in. They asked about their sexual partners. All right. And they mm-hmm. all brought this guy up. Yep. It's Eddie. Yeah. It was all in the same town in Michigan. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Damn. Eddie. Uh, Eddie Money. Uh, and can, uh, good call. <laughs> we know what that is, right? <laughs> and the uh, anyway, it, uh, it 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 affects one to five percent of people dealing with neurosyphilis and can cause blurred or double vision, floaters, headache, sensitivity to light, and my favorite, eye pain or eye lesions. God, yeah, enjoy that eye syphilis, ladies and gentlemen. Men's room sports. <laughs> As Ted said, we got a little Monday Night Football over on ESPN, also on Channel 4. The Chicago Bears are in Minnesota taking on the Vikings with Josh Dobbs. That's on currently. We also got some basketball on for you. The uh, the, the the Nuggets are in L.A. taking on the Clippers. It's over on NBA Network. And then we got some college men's basketball on over on the Pac-12 Network and ESPNU for your viewing pleasure. And that is it for your headlines and your sports. With that, Mike Hawk is out. Thank you, sir. We'll see you next time. Taryn Daly will join us. We'll sit and spin. Speaking of, the lovely Taryn Daly is up next. Yes, indeed. It's all true, but in the meantime, well, we may all about this bitch for 180 seconds or so. So until then, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. The men's room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. A Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.